Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Breathe Again Magazine, the radio show. A moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Listen to real-life testimonies from women and men just like you who have gone from victim to victorious. Sit back, listen, connect in the chat room, and share the show with a friend. Here's your host, author, and motivational speaker, Nicole Cleveland. Hello, 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 and welcome to Breathe Again, the radio show. Yes, I am your host, Nicole Cleveland, and this is another Saturday that we come to you and bring you testimonies of faith, testimonies of individuals just like yourself. They once were struggling in secret, suffering in silence, and they did not know which way to turn, and they made it, so they're on the line to share their story so that you will know that you can make it as well. So I get to do what I love and love what I do, and that is connect you with people that can assist you and help you in the midst of your time of need. So we want you to connect with us online. Go to uh, breatheagainmagazine.org, and you can listen to all of the archives. We want you to be inspired and encouraged. We want you to share the story with other individuals because there's so many people out here that are hurting right now. We're in a rough place right now in our minds and our spirits, and we just want people to know that there's hope out here, and God is no respecter of persons. If he did it for us, he will definitely do it for you, and he will definitely do it for them. So share that link. Share breatheagainmagazine.org to help other people. And if you know someone that has a powerful testimony, if you're listening and you have a powerful testimony, I want you to go to breatheagainmagazine.org and click share your story. Complete that radio submission form. We'll get in contact with you, get you scheduled on the show, and your story will start healing other people as well if you're not already doing that. This will just be another platform for you to do it. And don't think that your story is just minute and it's small and it can't help anyone. I bet you somebody out there is really struggling, going through the same thing that you went through, you came out and you're delivered from it, you're healed from it, and now they need hope as well. So, yeah, they need to hear from you. So org, And, hey, connect with us on our social media networks at breatheagainmagazine.org on Twitter, and you can catch us at Breathe Again Magazine on Facebook, and you can follow me as well, connect with me. I hate that word, follow, because I want you to follow me as I follow Christ. Um, So connect with me. Let's be friends. Let's be buds. At Nicole C. Online. That's at Nicole C. Online. That's on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook as 
well. Connect with us. We love the connections. So God is so faithful, and he's so good. And you know what? We get to wake up another day. I'm so thankful that we're in the land of the living. We got more dirt under us than over us. So that right there is just, that will make you pause and just say thank you. It'll make you pause and say thank you. And to all of those that are first-time listeners, thank you so much for joining us on today. We don't do what we do to get the glory out of it. We want God to get the glory out of these stories and what people have gone through and what they've come out and now that they're sharing so that God himself gets the glory. If you're new, thank you. And for the family that comes on, logs on, listens, shares, connects with us, thank you so very much. We appreciate you so very much. Again, I'm your host, Nicole Cleveland. We're going to go into our prayer, and we'll be right back. We'll go right into our first segment. And today we're talking about depression and the loss of a child and organ donation and starting over and helping other individuals. We go through what we go through, not to just can it and sit on the couch and watch TV. We go what we go through so that we can help other people. So we're going to share those stories that are helping other people on today. Again, don't go away. We'll be right back. Father, Father, you hear our hearts this morning? We do not want to settle. We do not want to find our comfortable position and put up our tent there and be happy with you blessing me and mine. Father, we understand today that forgiveness and reconciliation and blessing and favor is given for reason, Lord God. It is given for purpose, Father. And today, God, we say forgive us, forgive us, Father. When we have taken on this attitude, oh God, of all you've done, Father, use us, God, use us, pick us, choose us, Father. We want to spend ourselves. Father, I want to get to heaven with a life poured out, not with a life that looks perfect, Father. I want it to not look good. I want it to be good, Father. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. Let our love be seen, Father God, on this earth. Let our love be carved out, Father God, on the pavements of our neighborhood. Let our love be carved out for you, Father. Oh, Jesus, for the lonely. Lord, for the state that we were in. We were in that state. Thank God. Yet someone bothered to take the time and present you to us. We'll never ever take it for granted. And in turn, we live our lives as a thank you. As a thank you, Father. As a thank you. Yes, yes, yes. We live our lives as a thank you. Don't you love that prayer? I absolutely love it. We play it every week. That's Darling Sheck in Israel and New Breed. And Darling Sheck is, of course, from Hillsong. 
and I love, love, love the prayer because it's how I want to live my life. It's how I'm striving to live my life as a thank you, and I don't want my life to just look good. I truly want it to be good for my family, for people that see me, for those I come in contact with. I want it to be good, and I want to do good. I want it to be good, and I want to do good. So, hey, if you're listening right now and you know someone that's battling with depression, I want you to share this story with them. I want you to share this link with them because they need to hear these individuals that I'm about to interview. Go ahead and share that with them. That would be wonderful. They don't know how they're going to make it. They're hurting right now. Um, So share it with them, you know. That doesn't cost you anything. So let's jump right into our first segment. Now, we'll be talking to Marcy Heath Rogatai. I chop up names all the time, so hope I got that right. Marcy Heath Robitai, and she has a heartbreaking story, but she also has a victorious story. Now, now Marcy is a faith-sharing mom, and she's an author who shares her journey of grief, hope, and healing in her new book, Wish You a Good Journey, Living Life with Eyes and Heart Wide Open. Now, after losing her 17-year-old daughter, Kenzie, in a tragic accident, she recounts the story of her sudden loss from the depths of depression to soaring new heights, finding joy and surprising treasures along the way. Welcome to the show, Marcy. Good morning, and thank you for having me today. You are more than welcome. I'd want to say first, I'm so sorry for your loss on behalf of Breathe Again and the family. Thank you. You are more than welcome. Marcy, talk to me about your journey. So many people, so many parents right now are struggling with the loss of losing a child, and they are battling um, depression and grief and suicide attempts. Talk to me about your journey of digging yourself out of the depths of depression. Well, you know, um, we lost our daughter. It's been almost seven years now. She was um, driving to school, hit snow and ice on the back road, um, was life-flighted to um, University of um, Mass Hospital, and it was just moments from my home. Didn't even know what was going on. Um, fast forward, we were there for about um, two days. So she was on life support. She had a traumatic brain injury. And so um, she literally walked out of our lives. But even during the course of the hospitalization, I felt like God was there with me. I mean, some of the things that um, were just taking over were, were pretty unique and, and really great. I remember just feeling peace, and I even remember at one point just sensing that God was telling me he was in control, and we just really had no alternative but to graciously let her go. Um, for us as um, people here on the earth, you know, we we think it's so sad, you know, that, that we're losing people, but in perspective, they're going to a much better place. So I, I hang on to that with, with hope and joy. Um Yes, in the beginning it was very, very hard. You know, she was just my life, um, just very full of life, um, high-spirited. Everybody loved her. Everybody called her best friend. So uh, she was a senior in high school, and to walk through that with her friends was, it was terrible in, in the sense that um, I just wanted them to, to feel better. So 
you know, I think God just stepped in and kind of took control and, and helped me put positive posts on Facebook and just, they kind of emulated what they saw and they really um, gravitated to each other. And it was just small things like going out and getting tattoos together. And, um, you know, we tried to spend time together just celebrating her memory, but it just, um, it, it built into something so much more. I just, uh, I call them God wings. God just was so faithful I would see these little signs, and her friends did too, just little affirmations to let us know that we're moving in the right direction and that she's just okay. She's great, and she's still with us. Her spirit is with us. So um, yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's fabulous. So in the midst of your pain, you actually put your pain aside to assist her friends and the community that was grieving as well. So, you know, I commend you. I really do um, for oh, what you've for done. <laughs> yeah, my faith yeah. carried me. I just have to put that out there. I, nothing I did. My faith just carried me. Now, I want to talk about the organ donation. So Mackenzie actually saved six lives through organ donation, and that, too, was pivotal for us because it was like adding an extra chapter to her life. We got to see the beauty in it. I was... Um, fortunate enough to communicate with five of her recipients and I actually have met three and and to hear their stories and to hear their struggles and to see that my my daughter actually saved their lives was huge and really just positive just such a positive thing that's amazing just amazing so you met five of the recipients uh, via letters, um, I've communicated with five and then I've met three so I've met the man that has her heart Larry He's 75 years old now. He was 70 at the time, or uh, must be 76 now. And just a gem of a man, an ex-Marine, very um, uh, stoic. And um, but, but yeah, I've gotten to know him, and he's definitely got my daughter's sense of humor and heart. Uh, it's just amazing to see that God doesn't make any mistakes. He picked this man for a reason. I also had the good uh, fortune of meeting Al. Al is the recipient of my daughter's pancreas, and I was uh, invited to attend his eldest daughter's wedding, and I got to watch him walk her down the aisle. That was really great, and to become such a um, bond with this family, we're really close now. And then also to meet Felicia, one of the young girls that received one of my daughter's kidneys, and to watch, she was 12 at the time, and to just see her um, grow and blossom. She attended her prom. She has graduated from high school and actually is now going to have a baby soon. It's just amazing to see what God does with their lives. Wow. I tell you, that's amazing. And Kinsey is still saving lives. So God is so faithful and he's so good. Well, congratulations on your new book, Wish You a Good Journey, Living Life with Eyes and Heart Wide Open. Talk to me about the book. What will the readers walk away after reading this book? I believe they'll walk away with hope and um Conviction that, yes, there is life after here, and um, we're all here for a God-given purpose, and what we do with it is so, so important. Um, The beginning of the book just talks about her accident. It kind of walks you through the grief. It's a little sad. It is sad. I I won't say that it's not, but... Then it talks about the organ donation, and I share the letters between the the people that have received her organs, and they get to know a little bit about these people, and 
And that's cool in itself. And then towards the end of the book, I talk about the God winks, all the little affirmations that show us that she's still around and having a real good laugh. She, um, it's just amazing how God will unveil these um, these things, these ideas, just to keep us focused on him and, and positive. That's amazing. Um, Marcy, let us know how we can purchase the book. Okay, so the book is available on Amazon.com. It's also on BarnesandNoble.com. I also have a link to the uh, book on my blog. I have a blog called TheGodLink.com, and I just share little inspirational stories there weekly, if I can. And um, there's a link there. Now, was is it Kinsey? Yes. Was Kinsey your only child, or do you have other children? I have a son, um, but she was my pride and joy. She was my youngest, and she was my girl. So uh, she was the only one living at home at the time. Okay, okay. Well, Marcy, Breathe Again is a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. So we talk about the issues, but we also focus on solutions. I want you to speak directly to a parent right now that may be grieving and just cannot stop crying and is really going through a rough time right now. If that parent was in front of you, what would you say to that parent? I would tell them to take their time and to just be um, caring of themselves and to not worry about what others think. Um, Everybody has their own timetable in grief. If it doesn't feel right, then it's not right. But I would say to try to focus on the positive. If if you can find a glimmer of positivity, you know, if you were raised in the church, I would say get back to the church. Those people will embrace you. They'll encourage you. They'll support you and, and bring you back to where you need to be, you know, your relationship with Christ. Amen, amen. Well, that has been our time. Marcy, thank you so much for stopping by the show. God bless you and much success on your journey of continuing to help and heal others. Thank you so much, Nicole, and God bless. Thank you. All right, listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with author Nancy Verdon. Don't go away. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on today. I know our first guest blessed you with her story. Go check her out, agodwink.com, agodwink.com. Go check her book out. Support her. Support her in what she's doing. She's not doing it for herself. She's doing it to help other individuals. Go by, wish you a good journey, living life with eyes and heart, wide open. All right, we're going to go right into our second segment with author Nancy Verdon. Now, Nancy is a suicide attempt survivor who is passionate about sharing hope. She's an author, a mental health and recovery advocate, and founder of Always the Fight Ministries. And when you get a chance, go out there. There's tons of content that will encourage you and inspire you. And I'm going to give you the website right now. That's Always the Fight 
com. I had a wonderful time just going out there and looking at all that content and reading, and it will make you feel better if you're going through a rough state right now. Now, she was diagnosed with major depression recurrent in 2005 and finally addressed food addiction and a 40-year eating disorder in 2013. Now, her books are titled Call to Live, A Chronicle of Recovery After Attempted Suicide, and always the fight, a living testimony of what only God can do. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Hi, Nicole. Nice to be here. You are more than welcome for being on the show, and it is nice for you to be here. Nancy, talk to me about your journey. When did you discover you were depressed? Oh, (laughs) well, I know that I've had several episodes throughout my life, but I didn't know what to call it until 2005. Um, I had a doctor tell me that I was experiencing depression. I was like, okay, I guess I get that. You know, I I thought depression was kind of like the blues, you know. Okay, so when he said you're experiencing depression, I I thought he meant you're you're feeling kind of (laughs) down. So I didn't really understand the concept of how broad and how heavy major depression really is, even though I was experiencing it. So I've learned since then that it is something you can't really uh, get a hold of without some professional help. And so in 2005, I was given medications, which helped a lot. And in 2011 was my suicide attempt. And since then, I have experienced uh, quite a bit of intensive therapy that ended in... um, 2015, and that that I credit God for changing my life. He took me to the right people at the right time and yeah. used that experience to change my worldview. Yeah. So how long were you battling depression prior to it being diagnosed? So the feelings that you were feeling and you just thought you had the blues, how long were you dealing with that? I remember an episode when I was 16 that was pretty severe. Mm-hmm. The first one that I would really point my put my finger on and say I know that one was was beyond normal was the when I was 19 years old. And at that time I fully believed that my life was nothing, that I had only very little to live for and that I was really just meant to be thrown away. Like that is why I was born to be thrown away. I remember believing that so much when I was 19 years old. Uh, The next episode that I can recall, I was 26, and I had every intention of ending my life, but I was still at a point where I didn't know quite, I I guess the major depression didn't take me to that point quite because I sought help instead, and that is the doctor who told, uh, excuse me, that, I did get that wrong. I apologize. It was in 87 they told me I had depression, and I didn't understand what it was. That is the doctor who told me that, but I did not go on medication. And then in 2005 is when I went on medication. So that's (laughs) a long history. And so the medicine has helped you? The medication has helped you, and I'm sure you encourage others to take your medication because what I hear often is that I'm not taking the medicine, there's nothing wrong with me, and then there's still an imbalance going on. Why do you think most people won't take the medication? 
I think stigma is powerful. And there's a lot of yapping out there about how medication is for the weak or something like that. And I guess I want to say if you if you break your leg, you're going to take pain meds. If you have cancer, you're going to take chemo. This is no different. This is a physical problem that medication can help with. I believe there are a lot of stories out there, too, from people who have tried to take medications that didn't work. We don't know, first of all, how they took their meds, if they were taking them as prescribed, and we don't know if their doctor was aware of all the problems they were having. So we need to take that into consideration. But there are medications in people who who are what they call treatment resistant, and that's unfortunate. But for most of us, the vast majority of us, 80 to 90% of us who struggle with these kinds of disorders are actually helped with medication. I'd like to say a little bit about happy pills, if you don't mind. (laughs) No, sure. (laughs) There's a lot of commentary out there, you know, just basically people talking about happy pills. First of all, they don't exist. This is not what these medications do. They take a biological imbalance, and they try to help it become balanced. So at that point, you have the ability to choose whether to be happy or not. Now, we can, we can get to a point where we choose to be negative people. We can choose to believe lies. You know, we have those options. We can choose to be fools and not wise, as the scriptures talk about. But medication gives us the option to be rational because the disease itself takes away the ability to be rational. So that's what medications do. No, I definitely agree with you. I often say when we get in discussions about mental illness, I'll often say, okay, so if you're diagnosed with diabetes, you take your insulin. If you're diagnosed with high cholesterol, you take your medication. I'm not understanding why you wouldn't take something for mental illness as well. But, yes, it is a stigma, and people label it different ways. So kudos to you for going out here and sharing your story and being transparent to help other people. May I just say I love your blog. Your site. Thank you. I absolutely love it. When did you start your site? In the summer of 2012. It was about a year and a half after the attempted suicide that I started to write. Um, My first book came out in 2013 that told the story of recovery from attempted suicide as it was. And that's basically when it started. But the ministry itself became official just this past February, a year ago, 2016, when I actually gave it a name and Mm -hmm. gave myself a title. Prior to that, it was just kind of dabbling in in telling Mm -hmm. my story where I could and so on and so forth. I love it. Talk to me about Always the Fight Ministries. Always the Fight Ministries is a mental health and recovery advocacy work. It's Christian-based. I can go out and talk to secular audiences, and if they choose not to hear my faith-based story, that that is okay. I will still talk to them about mental health issues. But for the most part, my desire is to go into churches and to talk to the body of Christ about how to better love the neighbors that are sitting in the pew next to them. And Mm -hmm. we need to love each other within the body of Christ. And the stigma that is in society is very much in the church. And unfortunately, in the church, we also spiritualize that stigma. 
we say, okay, not only is having depression or bipolar disease or anxiety uh, a weakness personally, mm-hmm. it's a character flaw, my goodness, goodness, right? But yes. in the church we add, oh, that's a spiritual flaw. That's not oh, something yeah. God can be pleased with. And if you don't pray, if you don't praise God, you know, there's something really wrong with you. And that kind of condemnation keeps people who are hurting out of church. And oh, at the God. very least, it makes us put on our faces when we come to church, our mask. You are absolutely and that's not right. what I believe Christ intended. No, so that's the absolutely goal. not. I love this type of conversation. I love this dialogue because it's the truth. It's the truth, and the truth will set us free. And if we deal with the truth and deal with what's really going on and how people are really feeling in the church, people would not be really walking away from God because they're walking away from not just the church. They're walking away from God as well because of the church. And, yes, they are going back to the world because they get better treatment out in the world. And so the world recognizes certain things. And it's sad. It really is, Nancy. But I get you. I'm high-fiving you right now in the cyber world. I'm not hanging either. I'm going right there. Yeah. So, Nancy, talk to me about your books. You have Called to Live, A Chronicle of Recovery After Attempted Suicide, and Always the Fight, A Living Testimony of What Only God Can Do. Well, Called to Live was intended as a diary for myself. It was simply a journal I intended to share with no one. <laughs> and eventually it became no a book, and, <laughs> and, and, it, and it became a book, and it covers one year of my life, just, just from the point of suicide attempt to a year later. And it shows the journey, a very deep inside, very really revealing and raw look into a major depressive episode as it is occurring. And it was written in real time, not in hindsight. So it's 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 right there in front of you. Um, the Always the Fight book is more of a testimony to who God has been throughout my life, his sovereignty, what he brings when things don't make sense. I touch on subjects like how God can reparent us when we have not had the parenting we felt we needed, how we can find our value, how we can find joy in our fight to, to be uh, well and to be um, holy in this world. There, there are two chapters that speak specifically to people who are struggling with major depression or suicidal thinking. So that's the bent of that book. Awesome. And how can we purchase the book? Well, you can go to uh, Amazon easily enough. I would do a search for my name, Nancy Verdon, and, the, and they'll pop up. But they're also on my website, um, I'm, yes, (laughs) yeah, they're also on my website, but I, right now, because my publisher is going through a transition, I would send you to Amazon, actually. That's going to be easier right now. Okay, yes, I read about the transition. Oof. Yes. Yes, yes, that's rough, so, but (laughs) God has something better and something greater, so that is what I say to all of that. Well, Nancy, any last words? Um, Again, Breathing In is a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. We try to speak to those solutions, and if we can give someone a solution, we take the time and we do it. So if someone right now is battling suicide, if they are attempting suicide, I want you to speak directly to them if they were in front of you. 
if you're in front of me and you're talking about suicide in the moment and you've got a plan and intent, my only words to you would be, let's get to the emergency room. If you have a crisis of that kind going on right now, go to your nearest emergency room or call 911. They are ready to help you. They are ready to help you get through this. And I want to tell you, you really can. Hope and promise and worthwhileness all are hiding behind a bush right now. They're hiding behind pain. And you can't find them because they're hiding, but they are there. Take the time to wait. Just wait. You're going to find that as time goes by, they're going to reappear. It looks impossible now, but impossible is an illusion. What is actually true is that God has not left you. You are not alone. And people do actually care about you. You need to go to some place where you will find those people where they have the opportunity to help you. And get back into life piece by piece. It can take a while. But I promise you there is hope. There is, your, your value is there. And God has not left you. Amen, amen. I absolutely love your spirit, Nancy. I really do. And I feel that I should um, just call out for, because you have a nonprofit. Is that a nonprofit? Always the fight is a nonprofit. Is that correct? It's actually not at this point. Uh, it's, it's because not. I'm at the beginning. I haven't done anything. Uh, it's, it's right now a, a for-profit company. but Okay. It's, okay. Well, I want to encourage people to go to making. your website. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I want to encourage people to go to your website because what you're doing is so needed in this day and in this time and really reach out to you and see if they can assist you or help you or help you with the movement because I think what you're doing yeah. is so great. So God bless you, Nancy. Thank you, Nicole. You're more than welcome. All right, listeners, I want you to go out there, alwaysthefight.com. I want you to encourage Nancy and support Nancy. Go to Amazon, purchase her books, um, share what she's doing, share her resources, because there is a chock-full website is chock full of resources and articles of hope and encouragement and inspiration and you know that's what we're all about so if we can help somebody with someone else's resource we do that so always the fight.com and again that has been our time i'm so thankful that i had the both of my guests on today they blessed me, so I know that they blessed you as well. Again, share this story with someone. Someone needs to know that there is hope and there is healing, and God is going to do it for them. You know, I never say goodbye. Always, until next time, check us out. Check the archives out, breatheagainmagazine.org. Have a fabulous, fabulous weekend. God bless.